This story goes back many years, to the beginning of kids' chain restaurants like Chuck E. Cheese and Showbiz Pizza. It was the 1980s, when all those places had to have an arcade, ball pit, and animatronic band, before that stuff was even seen as creepy. Anyways, there was this Chuck E. Cheese restaurant in a kind of seedy part of town just outside of Chicago. I used to go a lot with my mom for lunch because... I think she liked the time it would give her to do her work stuff while I ran around and played with the other kids. That was the great thing about that location. There were always lots of other kids there. And they were regulars too. Not to mention the playground was massive. I think it was a couple weeks after I started going there that I began hearing about the Tube Man. Which was a guy who apparently lived in the tubes above the ball pit that all the kids would talk about. They said that he had all these weird magic tricks and that if you ever met him, you'd never forget it. At first I thought that was all a little strange, but the more kids brought him up, the more used to it I got. I remember I would constantly hear, I bet the tube man could do that, or nobody knows more than the tube man. Then finally, after months, one of the kids asked if I wanted to meet this tube man. After hearing so much about him, I had to at least see what all the stories were about. So he brought me up to a gathering of about 10 kids in the tubes above the playground and we ended up crawling into one of the connector areas. That was when I finally saw the tube man. I guess I wasn't all that impressed. He was just some overweight bald guy with a torn up Chuck E. Cheese uniform which looked like he must have bought it on eBay or something because it barely fit him. He was seated Indian style with this weird old handmade book on his lap. The kids were all sitting in a circle around him, with a really little girl at the center of it. This kind of sent up a red flag, and I had the desire to leave, but then the tube man asked something that brought me back. Hey, buddy. How much do you love Chuck E. Cheese? I'll admit, I did love him back then. I was a fan. So I told him, I love Chuck E. Cheese. Well, guess what? We all love Chuck E. Cheese, too. That's why today, we're going to meet him for real. Have you ever wanted to meet the old Chuckster for real? I nodded yes, confirming. Then come have a seat and help us, little buddy. I cautiously sat down in the circle around the guy, anticipating what was going to happen. He put his hand on the little girl's head in front of him, and had everyone else put a hand on her head as well. Then he started reading in some foreign language I didn't understand. I knew this was getting weird, but I guess since everyone else was doing it, I just went along. This went on for about ten minutes until he suddenly stopped, and with a big smile, he plucked a hair from her head and taped it into the book, on a page seemingly dedicated to a Chuck E. Cheese animatronic. Almost ready, boys and girls. Now it's time for step two, just like I told you. He pointed down to the ball pit below, then patted the little girl on the head and gestured towards the exit of the tubes. She seemed frightened but still complied with the group as they crawled down the tubes towards the ball pit. The group then circled around her, looking up into the tube connector they just came from. The tube man smiled through the porthole window as he looked down at them, holding ten fingers up. They then began to bury the little girl under the balls. Once her head was completely covered, they laid on top of the balls, 
so that she couldn't get out. Looking up at the window, I saw one of the tube man's fingers go down as he began to count. After about 30 seconds, we started to see the ball shake and move underneath the group. Every few seconds a kid would look up at the porthole, a bit unsure, and the tube man would just shake his head no, and slowly bring another finger down. After a few minutes, the ball stopped moving underneath the group entirely. I still remember her mother's screams, as the girl was pulled out of the ball pit, her face completely blue. The kids who did it were just as shocked as she was. I guess it never crossed their minds that someone wouldn't be able to breathe when they were buried underneath the balls. They were like eight years old after all. I remember when the cops arrived. I looked up into the area where the tube man was watching from, and he was gone. However, there were enough witness statements and camera footage for the cops to find the guy pretty quickly. He had fled to a nearby sewer. I heard his lawyers somehow got him off on a technicality, though, since he didn't actually commit the murder himself. I took a break from that Chuck E. Cheese for a while, but I remember it got new management and about a year later, I ended up at that Chuck E. Cheese again because of a pizza party. I remember thinking it was crazy that the setup was almost exactly the same. The animatronics, the ball pit, all remained intact, even though now there was a sign on the ball pit warning against suffocation. I was actually having a decent time until the animatronic band came on. It was the strangest thing. The Chucky was not following along with any of the songs. It looked like it was misprogrammed or something. Only it wasn't even singing. I remember it just kept bringing its hands to its face and it almost looked like it was crying. Then it would stop and look around for a few moments and just stare. This kind of freaked me out, but when I saw one of the employees casually watching the show, I figured it was a normal issue and they were used to it. Then one of the kids from our party tried walking past it. The Chucky, out of nowhere, bent forward and reached its hand down to grab the little girl's hair. It barely missed, but at that point I remember seeing the same employee going over to the wall to power down the show. I figured the guy was maybe new and didn't even know about what happened the year before. So I walked over to him and told him about that Chucky and how it was probably cursed. The guy just looked at me and chuckled, saying it was just really badly programmed. I started asking my parents to bring me back there constantly after that. And I would always tell everyone not to get near the animatronic. My parents thought it was weird that I always wanted to go. But they really couldn't stop me. I was... Extremely persistent. Then one day the worst case scenario happened. A curious little girl who I hadn't warned yet walked up to the stage and climbed behind the curtain in front of Chucky before the show had started. Acting on impulse, I ran in after to try to save her. Luckily, I grabbed her in time and told her to run, which she did. Only I didn't have time to get away. I remember feeling the tight grip of a hand on the back of my shirt as I tried running. It started pulling me back as another one grasped around my neck, holding me still. I shook and screamed as I looked at the robot holding me there, its mouth repeating the words, Take my place. Take my place. First starting slowly, then faster and faster. 
Take my place. Take my place. Take my place. Take my place. I remember beginning to feel less aware of my body, as if my soul started to separate from it before I lost consciousness. However, I woke up in the hospital. Apparently the girl I saved told the manager of the restaurant and he opened the curtain and ripped me away from the animatronic before any real damage could be done. The doctors did some tests to try to find out why I lost consciousness, but eventually just determined it was fear of animatronics. After that, my parents stopped letting me go to that Chuck E. Cheese, and I pretty much tried to put the whole thing behind me. There was always the lingering question of what happened to the animatronic, though, and I couldn't quite get that out of my head. So one day, years later, I rode my bike back to the place and went to talk to the manager. He immediately remembered what had happened to me, and when I asked him where the animatronic was, he told me that he had a difficult time selling it, but that he finally got a wholesale animatronic retailer to take it off his hands. It was his company in Ukraine who apparently refurbishes animatronics and resells them again. I wish that he had just disassembled the animatronic, or kept it locked away or something. But I guess the money always has to come into play. I just can't believe some unsuspecting place is probably going to buy that thing, and who knows what'll happen once they receive it. I guess I can only hope for the best. Hey, it's Mr. Freaky. What's the scariest animatronic of all time? Leave it in the comments and let's discuss. As always, like this video and subscribe to my channel if you want to see more of this spooky stuff, as well as join the Discord to get involved in the community. Have a horrific evening, everyone, and remember to stay spooky, my friends.